You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AreYouScreening.com podcast. I'm your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. Who still cannot get past I don't the, have the flashing yeah, twinkly just, lights. You hit it, and I just, uh, <laughs> turns, one day I will. Turns into a, it's like a... It's really funny. It, if only it, like, spun, and it was like, you know, hypnotism spot you ever see spot the, from old TV iTunes, shows? the old iTunes, when you turn on the visualizer, yeah, it does yeah. like, man, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Even though it's just sound waves, but look, that's my voice. (laughs) Yes, it's fascinating. It is. (laughs) This week, uh, we're going to be doing Life, uh, so we got to catch up on that one, and uh, Ghost in the Shell. Right. And uh, we should say this week, I'm really surprised how low the box office was for Ghost in the Shell. It wasn't like... I didn't see it It wasn't like really horrible, but it didn't didn't do very good this weekend. 30 Um, million? 40 million? baby... Thing oh yeah, Baby crushed yeah. and Beauty and the Beast was is still, still doing good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was about twenty or thirty, maybe or something. But it was huh. it was low. It might have been higher. It might by the time the oh, look, final tally. Kind of curious. Uh, <clears throat> I, I only saw I think like the estimate from Saturday or whatever. Right. So I don't know. Maybe there's a huge Sunday push. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of doubt it. But yeah, that's um, weird. But before we get into either of those movies, I wanted to uh, kind of go through upcoming movies, uh, especially because it's not really summer. Right. But April is the month off. So yeah. uh, April is pretty much, uh, we, we're waiting till May. May is when <laughs> we can have big things again. But there's a lot of there's a lot of little stuff. There's some bigger stuff. But this is a good month if you're kind of... Uh, you know, indie inclined or something. Yeah. Uh, because there are a couple of weeks, uh, next week and the week after, where like 10 things come out <laughs> to some various form of limited release and uh, everyone probably won't get them, but there's tons of stuff. And we're not going to go over all those, yeah. but because uh, there's too many of them and they're little. Uh, but a lot of them look really interesting. I actually don't so even know what's coming up right away. There's tons of stuff. So this week, um, and before actually, before we get to even theaters uh, and the big things, I should say that in the next couple weeks, I feel like it's about April 23rd and 24th. Uh, there's gonna they're re-releasing a 4K remaster of The Graduate in theaters. Oh yeah! So uh, <clears throat> catch that if you can. Right. Um, that's obviously not going to be everywhere, but it is. In, it's in a lot of places. Uh, there's a. That's cool. I saw a city list for it, and you can you know Google this and find we get it that? and find it really easily. I don't know if we are, yeah. but there was uh, there's something like a forty or fifty city. That's list pretty big of, for something uh, like that. When usually it's just the, getting the it, top yeah. twelve. You know. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, it's even better because it's the anniversary. Uh, yeah, it's like. 50 it's or 45 it's, it's long <laughs> i think it's, it's huge yeah um but it's also it's not just that they're putting it out in theaters but it's got a new remaster which will obviously be on the new blu-ray new coming or whatever great but if there's they a shot 4k a there's a 4k digital yeah. uh remaster to it so that they can release it on 4k blu-ray <laughs> right. and everything yeah the alternate if they just, brought, if they just yeah. brought hoffman back it, in it'd and be just good kind of uh, it'd be thing. good if there was like 
three or four endings now. They yeah. just shot a whole bunch of the all movies like Clue, like Clue, right? Yeah, right, exactly. exactly. Clue there, is very underrated. There, it really is. Uh, it it's it it's is, so much fun. It's weird to watch Clue. Uh, most people have no idea what we're talking about, right? But yeah, right. <laughs> ages ago, Clue came out as a yeah. movie. Um, and all I remember about that movie really is uh, Christopher Lloyd and um, uh, Leslie Ann Warren's in it. Martin Mull, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Martin Mull's Tim uh, awesome in it. Uh, Tim Curry, Tim Curry, and uh, I was going to yeah, say Tim Conway. It's, it's really, that would have been really a different cool. Movie. But I remember, <laughs> I remember when that came out, and God, it was forever ago. I mean, it, it was like Con. high school, yeah, right days. It was forever ago. <laughs> but I remember you could. Uh, Luckily, I lived in Phoenix because mm-hmm. um, I didn't think about it at the time because I was in high school and I didn't care. I didn't realize other right. people existed anywhere else. But, right. Yeah. But now that I think about it, I'm like, what if you were like here? Yeah. Or, you know, if you were in like a smaller town or a smaller yeah. city or something, because uh, each theater only got one ending. I know. So you had to go find another theater. You had to track them down. And uh, and I did. I only I only saw two. In the, yeah, right. in the theater. I only saw it twice, but there were there were three and <laughs> you'd, awesome. you'd look in the newspaper yeah. and it'd say clue and then like A in parentheses. Right. Yeah, right. Yep. <laughs> or B or yep. C or whatever. That was so cool. I I remember thinking at the time, they're gonna start doing that. Me too. There, there's gonna be why they plenty haven't. Of, every few years there's gonna be another movie that does something like that. Yep. And I and never happened again. Can you imagine? You know what's really weird <laughs> I just, just to tie I don't this get in? It, but life could have done that. Life could have done that. Life, it could have had. It could have had three options. For life, sh- life should have done that. <laughs> and what life should have done? Life should have done that. I'm going to change it, your review. I think. And right it should have had um, a. Right. You, you know, one of them would say a, and you'd go to the other theater and go fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> a or just emoticons like happy, a, or sad, just and bite then, like me. emoji poop. Yeah. Like with the fly, yeah. Uh, yeah, we All lost right. our uh, family-friendly rating. I'm giving right you, uh, but uh, anyway, I'm writing down. Oh your, yeah, you're changing I'm, your guess because you know. didn't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you had no idea. I never know. Anyway, never so uh, the graduate, go catch that in theaters. That's going to be uh, actually pretty cool. So that coming cool. up, coming up this week, uh, and we'll just go through uh, fairly quickly. But yeah. it it <laughs> is it, it's a kind of a staggeringly a weird month. I'm, I'm actually looking at There's these. tons and tons of movies, but uh, coming this week is Colossal and mm-hmm. The Smurfs. Right. That's basically like the biggest <laughs> right. uh, things that are coming out. But there are a lot of little things. So like I said, if you live somewhere where you got the right theaters and they'll yeah, right. uh, have various things, as opposed to just uh, keeping Beauty and the Beast the and Ghost in the Shell yeah. running forever, and you'll get some smaller things. There are some smaller things that are hitting, and they're pretty cool. Colossal uh, looks... Fantastic, but also potentially really, really awful. It looks interesting, so, uh, but it looks like it could be. So don't uh, don't make a lot of predictions on that. I have no idea what that's going to do. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of clips of it, too. But right. it doesn't really – I haven't seen any clips that really give you a solid feel for what's going on. Yeah. Uh, you get, like, the gag, and then right. you get – more of the gag, yeah. and then you get it again. <laughs> but it, but they don't show clips that really tell you. And I guess right. you know <laughs> if you're going to have a wonky movie like this, you don't want to spoil anything. Right. Or and I I actually that makes me feel better or about tell it. too much about what's because if you're on. not right. secure about it and you feel like you got to net everybody to come see something, right? You give it away in the trailer, and then and, and then not, you go see it, and then there's no nothing point, left. and they'll yeah. give it away. Yeah, and then yeah. the Smurfs, which are like the characters who just won't die. 
I don't. The, the you Smurf, must be going to the, see that. The Smurfs reminds me of uh, when we had like the third or fourth Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, you got to take your kids. A, right, this is a really stupid thing. You're gonna do it, but we keep making money. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So what are we right. gonna do? We right. keep we keep making Alvin and the Chipmunks. Basically, <laughs> you know, for like five million in special effects, and we right. give Jason Lee like a million dollars, and <laughs> right. he's Just happy. Yep. And, and we make a movie and make so we only make like fifty or seventy million, sure. or you know whatever it is, because right. everyone takes our kids. That's uh, that's a pretty good that's ROI so, right there. Yeah. So yep. I feel like the Smurfs is the same. I don't know anyone who liked any of the Smurf movies. This one at least is not live action. So right, this is they learned that lesson. Right, right. <laughs> they they discovered not to do that. Anyway, yeah. that's that's pretty much what you got uh, this week, apart from catching up on other stuff that's right. out. Then um, you do get uh, the week after that the fate of the furious. So that's that's the huge thing. And in a weird way, I feel like kind that's kind of a big. That's the start of the early summer, thing, right? right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like that's a, I, don't I feel know. like I, that's a June release I'm that not, we're getting I'm in April. I'm not a fan of uh, any of well, those no, movies. Well, no, I know that. I don't know why we this need is, to keep doing it. But. If I said this was opening this summer, you'd be like June or July. Right. Not April. And then uh, the, no same, the same week as The Fate and the Furious is uh, The Lost City of Z, which yep. is uh, interesting that Charlie Hunnam is just uh, everywhere. He's also got The King Arthur coming up pretty quick. Yeah, right. Uh, for for one guy to be in two movies that close together, that's you know yeah, that's weird, kind of unusual. I think it's uh, I think it's actually so interesting that he, you know, kind of oddly parlayed, uh, you know, being biker gang lord mm-hmm. into <laughs> uh, being in all kinds of movies now. Like yeah, he's he's everywhere, and uh, and that's a that's strange. Yeah, like if he suddenly had another TV show. I'd right. be like, well, yeah, that would make sense, right? Because right? that's the way that that goes. Um, but no, he's all over the movies now. And uh, this one is a very weird movie about. Uh, it says the true life story, uh, and I guess there clearly is some true life oh, for the secret. There's life, a yeah. there's an actual guy that yeah. he is the British uh, who was lost searching for a city yep. in the Amazon jungle. Mm-hmm. How you have the true story of the guy who got lost <laughs> footage, and man. never yeah, he meets <laughs> was the Blair never Witch. seen again. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure what that means, but anyway, a lot of speculative. Uh, yeah, so uh, it looks it looks kind of fun though. It does look fun. It looks like, um, and he looks good. It it looks kind of like I like him. If you know, we wanted to take a different spin on Raiders of the Lost Ark, but didn't want to go you know, super right. campy, goofy and stuff. And right. it's kind of a serious, you know, thing. But it looks interesting. It yeah, looks, it looks it very cool. Uh, then the week after that, we've got uh, Unforgettable, which is uh, Rosario Dawson, Catherine Hagel, and uh, oddly enough, Jeez. Whitney Cummings. This is like the weirdest movie for me because it's it's almost like let's get all the people who can't make anything work together into <laughs> Into one movie, except I have to say, you know, nothing against Whitney Cummings. It's just weird that she's in this movie. Yeah, I mean, she's a comedian. I I actually liked her show. It didn't. It only lasted a couple years, but I liked her show, and she's funny. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what she's doing in this movie. Yeah. uh, Or or why she would be in this movie. 
And this is this is the weirdest. Catherine Hagel for me is almost like the M Night Shyamalan of being an actress. Right. <laughs> it's right. like she apparently people loved her on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Somebody was convinced that people loved her on Grey's Anatomy. And it's like now she just can't stop getting work. No matter right. what she does, people yeah. keep putting her in movies. Her TV show was just on for two episodes and got pulled. Uh, was she, that quick? She, 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 just had, that she just had a new yeah. a new TV show, uh, some some court thing. I don't even remember yeah. the show, seriously. <laughs> Very memorable. Uh, I don't remember what it was called, but it was... Uh, it, uh, and it just happened. It was like a month ago. Yeah. Uh, it started airing and two episodes and it was gone. Yeah. Um, but now you can see her in a fantastic movie coming in a couple weeks. Then, well, uh, I, I suggest I, I put forth that Unforgettable will be exactly not that. I think yeah, it'll be quite forgettable. That's, this just, is, that's just the every wrong once in a while, name. Didn't the last Why film. Why would you do that? I don't know. Didn't the last film that had this, wasn't it like Jennifer Lopez and somebody. I mean, isn't it always yeah. like one girl, new life, some psycho. Right. You know, whatever. It's. <laughs> This is that's horrible. There are uh, I don't want to watch that. There are sub there are <laughs> sub genres that for some reason people won't stop making, and I have to guess that it's because like people in college and high school keep going to it. I guess, and it at least makes enough money. Yeah, I I don't know what the deal is, but it it looks horrible. The same week as that is the Promise, which is one of the you know speaking of summer <laughs> movies, right? This is one of the. Most oh. oddly placed movies, yeah. That I've what seen, I've one. seen in a while. This seems like a movie that should be in November, yeah. Because you're hoping to get some attention for something, but it's Christian Bale and Oscar Isaac, and it's this weird love triangle during like the Ottoman Empire. It's like kind of like right at the fall of the Ottoman Empire, and yeah. war breaks out or something. Yeah, the trailer looks weirdly horrible mm -hmm. for people who should be doing some good thing. And maybe it's just a bad trailer. Who knows? But it looks like, Hopefully. it looks like this goofy love triangle action. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh wait, war. So <laughs> right now I have new that. priorities right. or, you know, whatever. And it's yeah. like, you know, war hit go. Mm -hmm. And now we're trying to escape. Big, it's so weird. Yeah, it, it it's really weird. It it looked like when I was watching it, all I could think of was it. It's like if Trump's kids accidentally woke up in Afghanistan <laughs> and thought that they were somewhere else, right. and then suddenly went shit, shit war, yeah, yeah, bullets, right? You know what? I don't know. It's so weird looking, right? Anyway, and then uh, that same week, still we've got uh, Free Fire, mm -hmm. which. I feel like, uh, you know, spoiler alert, I feel like there's a chance that movie could be taken over my next year's Can't Win Awards. It has that kind of potential because it clearly can't win anything. Right. But it looks so crazy oh, fun. Right. Okay. It's I didn't the know like it was. real time. It. Yeah. <clears throat> it's the real time gun deal gone wrong in a warehouse in the, movie. The, right. And it looks yep. so cool. When we saw that trailer, I remember we looked at each other and was like, what? <laughs> That's. Yeah. That's gonna be it. That's yeah. The, but we're doing it, that now and then. But then you see some of it in. and you're like, no. <laughs> right. It it looks, it looks fun. It looks like a a student film, mm -hmm. like in the best possible way. Right. Like when you have when someone makes a student film because they're like, well, I can do whatever. Here's a crazy idea. I don't have <laughs> right. to guess what. I don't have to like follow the Hollywood rules right. or whatever. 
and yeah. it is it's uh, a whole movie in real time. Yeah, of the hour and forty five minutes of this drug deal that goes wrong, and yep. everyone shooting at each other, yeah. and they're trying to find places to hide and duck right. for cover, and, and then they're yelling at each and, other yeah. across the room yeah. and stuff. It's got a pretty good cast. It looks really cool. Yeah, it's got uh, Charlto Copley, Copley, Army Hammer, uh, Allison Killian Bree. Murphy, Allison Brie. Yeah, it, um, yeah, it's got a and and not only no that, Brie but, Larson. Oh yeah, <coughs> Brie Larson. Excuse me, Brie Larson. And, and she's and in everything. And it's now. got like, you know, maybe five more people or something like that. And people l- you and would the, recognize, that's it. but the, yeah, right. <laughs> that's, that's nobody, all we can fit in the room. Coming in, no one else out. we can get yeah. in the room. Yeah. Yeah, that looks like a lot of fun. Uh, then the week after that, we finally get uh, at the end of April something uh, kind of bigger, and it's the Circle with uh, Emma Watson and Tom curious. Hanks. Yeah, which is sort of like the. It's almost you know those comics where it was uh, like the what if, right? <laughs> I don't even remember what they're called, and that's not it, but. There used to be this uh, series of comics where they would just throw out these crazy things, and it wouldn't. Yeah, what if was one of them? It wouldn't actually <laughs> be connected to anything, but you know, there'd be like just like a special. What if Wolverine fought Conan? Blah blah blah. Yeah. I don't know, and the, you know something crazy would happen. Right. And this is just like, what if Apple was like the devil, or I right. don't know. What if Apple was trying to take over the world by monitoring everything you do? I don't know. It, it's kind of a weird. Um, it's almost like that movie we saw, I think it was about a year ago with Oscar Isaac and it was mm-hmm. the AI thing. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that he he owns Google, right. only it's not Google. And secretly, or at least semi-secretly, he's using Google and everyone's searches and chatter and everything <laughs> to create AI or right. whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but this one is, uh, it's all about uh, you know, just monitoring everyone all yeah. the time and what you do with that and and how free people give up their and know, it's free. kind of like uh, it, it's like here's what people are scared of happening. Mm-hmm. We got a whole other thing. Yeah, you haven't even right. thought of being scared about, yeah. and it's like a whole social engineering. It, Right. craziness. If right? it's good, it's going to be really fun. If it's good, it's going to be really good. I think the trick with this one is that it's going to be slow. Yeah. And every few it's years got to, it's got to, you know, it's dangerous. Remember the, uh, remember the Tim Robbins, uh, Ryan Philippe. Um, he was basically built antitrust. Uh, he's basically, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, every few years, just like the unforgettable movie, they it's, make one of these, which is somebody's like this super Bill Gates guy. Right. Somebody's an intern or a reporter. They get in, they accidentally find out something is not what it should be. Then there's a lot of chasing it's, investigation. Yeah, it's sort of like then a big reveal that brings it's down sort the whole of like internet. Horror movies, right? Yeah. It's sort of like the horror genre in a in a stranger way, maybe I guess. But every few years. Somebody goes, are people still scared of this? Right. Let's make another let's, movie. Let's dip our right? feet in it's, and find out. It's yeah. like, and then it's, you know, it's like single white female. It's like every few years people go, are people still scared of this? Oh are my God. A woman lands the dream, a dream job at the powerful tech company called The Circle, only to uncover a nefarious agenda that will affect the lives of her friends, family, and that of humanity. Right. If I drop the, if I drop the woman and I just say a man, <laughs> right. that's anti I mean, right. I'm not, I'm, I actually am up for that film because I kind of have a genre like for those kind of films. Yeah. Cause I just want to see what do really people in Hollywood think 
computers are used for now. Right. You know, right. it's just, it's funny. But yeah. anyway. And it's interesting too, like what are they going to show <laughs> hacking is Who did that? or th- right. things like that, right? But with Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks enough, you know, I know people are like sick of his uh, angels and demons and his Da Vinci Code side. But with Tom Hanks in a film, I'm pretty much going to be guaranteed to go see it. Emma Watson is in it. I'm, right. I mean, now you've elevated things to the point where you got a lot of heavy names right. in it. But, I mean, you could argue. Tom Hanks is at least, um, you might not love everything he does, but he is an actor, and he, he's not the only one. There are plenty of them. But he is at least an actor who, if he took the role, right, you can believe that Re- reasonably there's something to it there right i'm not sure why he <laughs> loves the da vinci codes or something but you know maybe he loved he those it. books yeah. or whatever <clears throat> but i think he just like but you're not gonna Howard. get resident evil right, right. <laughs> it's not gonna be resident God, evil now 10 I want that. tom hanks yeah anyway all right we gotta uh get on to of movies all here. those movies the circle is the one i'm now most <laughs> interested in yeah out of all of those i am most inter- i am most interested in free fire Oh, okay. I feel all like right. I thought that was a given. I, I feel yeah. like I might watch that movie all day long. Right. <laughs> we'll walk out, look at each it other, and be like, go. "We can go again." <laughs> exactly. That's only a ninety-minute movie. Let's it, do it. It could. It'll. Yeah. It'll turn out to suck. Though. Oh come on! <laughs> don't don't be a naysayer. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna jinx it. All right. So we got to get on to the movies. Life is uh, the first one we're gonna do. Life is uh, Ryan Reynolds, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Um, and some other people. <laughs> <laughs> some other people that you don't know that well. No, it's uh, actually got... Yeah. They're, uh, no, actually, all the people in it are good, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I was fine with all the actors in the movie. Um, and Ryoki some Sonata, of them... Yeah. yeah, and he is actually... He's one of the better points. I wish they he's had a, him he more. He may be one of the best parts of the whole thing. I wish they had him more in the movie because he was actually able to... Uh, keep you invested just he's got this weird charisma to him he does you know and they don't do he's he's strangely underutilized in this and in some of the other things that he's been in but when he's he's so close to stealing scenes when he's on screen and he doesn't have to do anything it's not like he's joking it's not like he's the trickster or the prankster he's not super brooding he just has and they always say it's that unquantifiable it. He's yeah. got that thing. He really and does. I agree. I and fully he, agree. And he not only does he does he have it, but he has it in the in the way that an actor doesn't even you know, like you said, he doesn't even have to do anything. Doesn't. Like yeah. he can just be sitting there mm-hmm. and think I'm scared. Right. And like that and hey, you're you good. Got it. You got it. Yeah. You, you, uh-huh. <laughs> and it is it's it's really uh weird and it is like you said it's really weird that they don't uh he's really they, underutilized they don't get him yeah. in front of the camera a little more but it's hard especially man. when you don't have that many people to work with you don't have to split it up yeah, right. amongst 40 people right <laughs> it, you get Jake Gyllenhaal in a film and Ryan Reynolds not because right. they're bad or you know they're great i actually like them very differently but that's hard. Right. You, you got to right. fight for every moment you can get. So right. it's good that he's noticeable and he does conveniently. You know, he does and so you know, semi spoiler alert here, um, because we will uh, spoil this movie a, a little bit. Um, I think we have to, to kind of talk, talk about, about certain it. things. 
But uh, one spoiler uh, is Ryan Reynolds doesn't last that long. Right. I was so just going to say we have to. He say doesn't something. have to compete with him. Yeah. For the whole movie. Right. Right. He's just the it's, first. It's twenty five like, minutes. It would. You know? It would be. It would be a lot different if Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal both lasted to the end of the movie. Right. Then you know. Then you yeah. got like a then serious. Power struggle with people pulling on the camera. Well, you flip open that script and you're like, I'm the red shirt. Like, exactly. I'm, the, I'm the guy that dies. Exactly. So, right. Know? So, uh, anyway, the movie is about, in case anybody doesn't know, it's uh, astronauts who are on the International Space Station who are waiting for this probe to come back from Mars. Mm-hmm. So we finally apparently got to the point where we can send a thing to Mars and it can scoop up some dirt and then it can take off again and meet back with the (laughs) space station. So they take this pod, they get soil samples out of it, uh, and they they find a single-cell organism, and they, you know... They zap it with the gamma rays and they bring it back to life. Whatever, <laughs> they right? They throw water they, on it. Yeah, yeah they. Uh, yeah, they. Yeah, they magic it. It's 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 like a <laughs> yeah. sea monkey, right? They yep. throw some water on it. It comes back to life, yep. more or less. Yep. <laughs> and Basically. and then it just starts growing and growing and growing. And we've got the uh, various members of the crew. And I will say this for the movie: they at least try to give people a reason that. They are individual people. Like you've got, uh, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal's yeah. the guy who doesn't want to go back, and you've got uh, the, he was uh, interesting. The the other guy is uh, yeah, he's he's been in, in space way, he's the, the most, longest. Right. He doesn't want to go home. He doesn't and like he's people. like, whatever. <laughs> I don't need to go back. Mm-hmm. What do I want to go back there for? I like it here, mm-hmm. and uh, and that at least you know gave you something interesting. We've also got the guy who uh, his I, I don't know what his thing is, but his legs are. Uh, don't work and he's in a wheelchair on earth yep so he's got his thing right and and everybody not everybody but most of them kind of have a thing right Right. and the one guy's uh wife is giving birth like right now right and we what we're watching it happen the the only problem with that i do have to say like kind of kudos for doing that the only problem with that is that they're trying so hard to do it that that in itself becomes like almost distracting. It's like you, they're yeah. just so struggling. Look, I'm doing this. And it's, right. there's a lot of non-naturalness to it. Uh, a lot of right. it doesn't kind of come out because we don't have time. We have to watch the crazy alien. So. Right. Anyway, before I you know start going into the whole movie, uh, I gave this one uh, three and a half. Hey, I and, had that right. Uh, <laughs> and That's what I wrote down for you. And here's how this movie works. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this I, I thought about this one for a while, and I gave it a three and a half. And uh, basically what this movie comes down to for me is uh, anyone trying to do something with that rating, you have to figure out who you are and what you want to see, right? Right. Because at some point, the idea of giving ratings is to try to get people to know whether or not they're going to like the movie, mm-hmm. right? Not just so that everyone can know what I think. That's, you know what I mean? Right. So I think for this movie, the more you are capable of going to a movie and just completely checking your brain at the door and going, whatever, mm-hmm. I, popcorn, fun, scary, alien, creepy movie, whatever. Right. The closer this gets to like six or seven, right? 
Okay. And yeah. the less you can do that, the more this starts going towards like zero. Really tanking. Right. <laughs> so right. if you if you really have a lot of trouble doing that, and you know a lot of people do, uh, I'm kind of one of them. We sometimes, yeah. Uh, I was say, the we more do. the more this movie becomes practically unwatchable. <laughs> um, yeah. And really, all because of the alien. Uh, I didn't have a real problem with any of the actors. In a very general way, the plot's kind of okay, but right. everything that has anything to do with the alien uh, starts getting really goofy. If you have to think about it too much, I I struggled. You have no, <laughs> no, I struggled. I struggled. <clears throat> excuse me, a little hard. You're sitting over there, like going, "I'm out." <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to give this. <laughs> A little bit of a higher rating, but I couldn't. And I struggled to give it three and a half because I really thought, can uh, I get this to like, is it, because sometimes what I'll say to people is like five, it's an average sci-fi film. Right. But this this doesn't get it for so many reasons because I'm an old codger who watches five, sci-fi yeah, films. Because five okay. is like when you just want to cop out and you don't want to five, get it don't. Five is go, like, <clears throat> uh, it's five. It's five. It was <laughs> average. But the things that are really good about this are really good early on. And I disagree with you a little bit, but I, I know exactly what you mean. I even think the the alien is good early on. Everything that I liked about the movie was in the first half hour of the movie. Well, it depends and on then, what you mean by that. Well, like, I know. What does okay. the alien so, being good mean? It, well, not much. <laughs> because from the start, my fear was that this is just going to be the new knockoff of Alien. Right. And, and it is, you know, but right. it's it's horrible. It, it's but not, it's, it doesn't but understand it, But it's made. not like, uh, <clears throat> I, I think to be completely fair... It, this is like its own sort of subgenre that is uh, there's an alien killing people and you're trapped on a space station, a spaceship, a whatever. This, an alien didn't invent it either. No, right? I know. It's, so it's not. Uh, no, but Alien Alien was at the time of Alien in the late 70s. It wasn't the only one. But in some ways, it was the only but one. It, sort it was of, the first it, it, one. It took over. It wasn't the first one that had way. aliens coming because the films of the 50s, you know, had a lot of alien invasions, whether they were pod people or the thing from another world. It doesn't matter. But as far as like the floating ghost ship, you know, the spaceship with the with the people that we're supposed to care about trapped on this thing with an alien that is unpredictable and much, much more uh, effective in doing what it's designed to do. Alien was it. Alien was the first of those movies. No, it wasn't. What was the other it, one? It was just the first, like, really big one. But what was, it, I mean, what was the were, other one? Well, I mean, I don't put it on the spot, but, there, like, I can't... Well, there were plenty of them before, I can't think of before one like Alien. That. There just weren't any that were a big, giant box office, like, production. But I, there know, were other movies You should tell me thing. at some point. It's the... It's, it, it's the same sort of thing as uh, like the Catherine Hagel movie or whatever. I get that. It's, right. it's, it's just a, sort it's of a like derivative. Every, sure. every once in a while, there's a sure there's an alien killing people who are trapped in space uh, or whatever. I, but I don't remember. Alien any is that, definitely like the the best of them, the biggest one. Yeah, but and the, and the first big blockbuster of them. But so. You know they they paint with these broad swatches with something that Agatha Christie is kind of famous for doing. You put 10 strangers on a train and you color them real quickly. And horror movies do this very quick. Uh, actually, I should probably use that metaphor. You, you put these people in a van and they're going to a camp and there's the brain, the jock, right, the slut, right, right. the computer geek, you know, the funny guy. You give them these quick characteristics and that's who they're defined as. And the film tries to do that. And it does do that. But when it attempts to do it with more nuance and 
you know, different levels, it just feels clumsy and awkward. Yeah. Like, I feel like 10 minutes into the movie when they've already established that Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds is, is in the, space. He's, he's, he's like, the the he's the fast talking, quirky, you know, comeback guy. guy. Yeah. He's always never taken anything seriously. The only thing he takes seriously <laughs> is being seriously funny all the time, right. you know, and everybody else has their role to fill, but. I felt like they just didn't want to waste any time with that because they know that the star of this is supposed to be the alien. Right. And that's the mistake. Because when the films like this in the genre that they're in work well, it's because you care about the crew, not it's like when you watch Friday the 13th 8 and you just want to see Jason hack up people in new or just bloody ways. I just want to see viscerality. Right. And the sickness in this film is believing that the alien, when it, metamorphs into its different phases because it goes through like the weird like it, it does putty super phase. growing yeah one, and then it goes into the jellyfish like the phase and then it goes into the octopus and then phase. it's swimming around and now it's and like the floating yeah. octo jelly pod you right. know and as it continues to grow through these things really what we're supposed to be shocked and disgusted at is not the characters we care about being in danger but like, oh my God, it went through its mouth. But like the really oh my God, way it's in its it throat. Kills him. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and to me, you might as well sit me down and make me watch some ninety-minute film about torture porn, right, and I'm not right. scared because I'm desensitized to the violence in horror films anyway. But this doesn't frighten me because I don't care about what's happening. Right. The biggest fault of the film is it spends too much time in believing what is important to tell the story, and not focusing on the story itself, and it left me pretty bored yeah you know visually yeah and it's it's a it's lot okay. it's a lot of um it's almost like when a horror movie is bad yeah. because it's just cats jumping on pianos yeah and right. this one is it's like the same thing right. but it's just you know grossly killing people yeah. or right. or having re- and, you know really just awful things happen yeah there's no connection to it. Like, right. just like the cat jumping on the piano. Like, yep. sure, you jumped, but right. that doesn't mean you, you got made me. a good movie. Right, you got me, <laughs> right? but you didn't really do anything. Right. And here, even though they try, and I'll give them credit for this, what they try to do is build tension because it's very rare that the alien just jumps on you right. in this. Right. Like, you're in the room with it, and you're trying to defend yourself or kill it, and, and it's you just don't not know working. Is, you and know, and yeah. that they certainly try to build scenes where there is apprehension and panic. But I, I didn't. There is. I didn't the, get it. One of the you know? one of the bad things here for me too is that there's a good movie in here. Exactly. The, nobody involved in this production are the yep. people to make <laughs> it. Not yep. the writers. Not the director. And this movie. You know, sometimes the background of the movie <laughs> yeah. will explain a lot. This movie is co-written by the writers and producers of Deadpool. Right. And uh, directed by someone who has not done much. Yeah. Right? Although he did make a cool movie. I think it's called like Code 44 or something. I think that's it. That every, everybody ignored. Child 44. Oh, yeah. Child 44. Yeah. Um, that was recent, too. That was just last yeah, year. And well, it's, and it's got last. it's got big people in it. Yep. But nobody knows it ever was out. Right. <laughs> it's right. like really, really small thing. Right. But it was actually a kind of interesting movie. Um. But this movie just screams. The longer you watch this movie, this <clears throat> is also like a student film, but in the worst way. <laughs> this is like a student who doesn't really know what they're doing. Yeah. 
a lot of this movie, as I'm watching it, felt like um, it was a dare. <laughs> there was a lot of it that yeah. was like, you well, know, uh, I bet you you can't put this in it or this can't happen or or just I bet you you can't make this movie at all. And right. somebody who really was not invested in making it or didn't care. Yeah. Um, one of the obvious big things, right, is the end. And we won't like spoil the end, but the end of this movie is we like might. is like a dare. Yeah. It's not a decision. The end of the movie is somebody like bet somebody that they wouldn't do it or that you couldn't get it made if that was your ending or something. Yeah. Something weird behind the scenes that, you know, part of this movie is, is just Ryan Reynolds is still paying off Deadpool when yeah. he wanted to get Deadpool made. Right. Right. He had to make a lot I'll of deals it. with people. Give me five films. I'll do them. And yeah. he's like, okay, fine. I'll be in that thing. And yeah. then he was like, do I have to be in all of it? Or, you know, <laughs> yeah, like right. it, there's, right. there's weird stuff going on, but, there is a lot of good, like, you know, the bones are mm-hmm. good. The framework mm-hmm. is pretty good. And I think everything that goes wrong with the movie is uh, two things. A, like like you said and like I said, they, they're trying to make these characters, yeah. but they're doing it wrong. They're doing it all wrong. And they're doing it in a way that just feels so forced. It just feels like at a certain point, you know, we hold up Jake Gyllenhaal and a little, like, dossier appears right. and you just yeah. read this stuff about him this and then him. you'll know him right, <clears throat> right. like right. you know he likes dislikes turn ons turn offs yeah. and then now right. you know him and he's a character there it's yep. so forced and like stagey the way that they're doing it and sh- trying to kind of shove him down your throat and they do it with all the characters and then uh, you know like on the flip side of that they have uh, like the the leader the crew chief woman, the woman or whatever yeah you know, she's not the captain, I guess. I don't know. But she's in charge yeah. of the space station for weird. right now. Right. And there is some weird thing that, you know, no one's in charge of the space station. And right. they all leave and come back and all, say, you know, auto- whatever. Autonomy. Somebody yeah. else is in charge. They're all breaking. If someone says, don't do it. And they're like, I'm doing but it. it. But yeah. she felt basically like she had a little badge that said captain. And they showed it to you. And you're good. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. right. Like she's the person in charge. And that's all you need to know. Yeah. And and so all of that with the characters was, there was something there. Like like yeah. you said, Jake Gyllenhaal's character was kind of interesting, I, but yeah. they didn't really like go with it anywhere. Yeah, because they wanted to get to the alien really fast. Yeah, and so you know that's the other problem is everything about the alien I thought was awful. Um, everything about uh, most the, not not like in the looks or no I know uh, like I actually the, hated the, fact, the look like the fact that it won't die right. or you know whatever it is but everything that happens with the with the alien like irritates me and yeah. almost to me uh, got to the point where it was like genre mockery like yeah. it was like self right <laughs> it was like making fun of itself as it's doing it. And it was it was like a sad attempt at trying to relay that the thing was smart, right? And getting smarter. And like, it and the way that it did it, it just was like, look, that's not what smart means, right? That's I don't care right. if you're. That's from, what someone not so care, smart. I don't care. I don't care if you're from Mars. That's not what yeah. learning is. Yeah. That's not yeah. how things can. Yeah. Like the and and. What sucked about it was that the first thing that happened was the worst thing it, to me in, in the whole movie because you've got this single-cell organism that's mm-hmm. growing to, like, about the size of your fist right. in, like, a few days. 
in a in a box with absolutely no exposure to anything. And now, and they try to play this off where they're going, you know, animals got to eat. It's got like a natural instinct to eat and to, you know, whatever. And I guess kill stuff if it has to, to eat, to survive and all this stuff. That doesn't mean that suddenly it knows what sharpness means. (laughs) Right. It doesn't know that thing is sharp. But it does, And it doesn't know what sharp means. It doesn't know that sharp will break through... It's so goofy. It and and it keeps doing a lot of stuff throughout the movie. It I'm sure it understands run away from fire. <laughs> I'm right. sure that it could understand uh yeah. try to kill the thing that is it's poking it. That is you know, trying it. to kill me right. or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Uh you know, stuff like that. Right. The fact that it knows that it can't stay in space. Right. Makes no sense at all. Right. Like I have to I have to go on the space station and not stay in space because I'll die. That is like a level that, yeah, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> you, right? Chimps you, don't know that. They've been on, they've been they've been around a long time, right? You know? I mean, there's just there's so much stuff yeah. that happens, and those are you know not the only examples, but there's right. so much stuff that happens where this thing has to learn things and know things, and it's really just magic, right? It's right. it's just it's just story poorness, yeah, right. right. It's just it's nothing, and. And it takes everything out of the monster. Like yeah. if you're talking Alien, right. like the movie Alien, everything the Alien does makes sense. Yeah, it doesn't do anything that you know has to be crazy. It's almost like um, you know watching Jurassic Park for the first time. And, uh, you know, the part where he goes like clever girl or whatever, because it like snuck up on him, except you like look around the corner and it's like holding a gun and (laughs) and tying its shoes. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's just, uh, there's, and, and the worst part of it is there's no reason for it. I mean, it it doesn't, you know, just make the thing grow a little bigger and be strong enough to Right, bust out of that cage. Make it be it, a it tiger. Can't be that it doesn't hard, have to be right? Hannibal Lecter. Right, like, this exactly. is and studio execs have long discovered that what people are afraid of is the absolute minimal number in society, which is the super intellect. Whether it, this was something that we see in all these films, whether they're James Bond villains who know everything because they plan to get captured to put their evil plan into play, right, like. Right, right. No, you didn't. They're You're thinking, not that. If you were that smart, you wouldn't have to do yeah, that. You know, you know? It, it's funny that you mentioned it because I was actually uh, talking to somebody else about this not that long ago. Yeah. And because I had talked about you talking about <laughs> horror movies. Right. And like, you know, I'm just not scared of wet hair or big right. eyes or whatever like yeah. that. And uh, it, we're having this conversation and what it, what we finally ended up with was what people are really scared of is people who can think five moves ahead in chess. Right. That's what really. Yep. That's what, that's what really blows people's minds. People. Right. They're like, I have to leave. And they I should probably kill yeah. you right now <laughs> right. Yeah, because I know you can yeah, do that. Right. Yeah. And, and somewhere along the way, studio executives have figured out that, you know, the maniacal, super serial killing, super genius that makes regular geniuses look like they're playing with dirt in the corner you know that's what's really frightening so we also must make our monsters that smart yeah there were times when it was doing stuff and i'm and i genuinely thought well how the hell does it know that (laughs) right where does it know what to do like is it that osmosis it wasn't it wasn't in their reading right (laughs) like the encyclopedia i liked i liked the monster when it was uh the alien rather i liked the alien when it was just this little 
petri dish goo that was reacting to his finger moving around right. like because i kind of thought that's believably interesting right and this guy who is now the frankenstein and the prometheus story not the shitty alien story right. but the original story like i get it we're gonna try to create life and because we've have no ability to stop our own hubris from getting in the way we're gonna think that's a great idea even if we can't control right. it yada yada but that's not the story we get no. you know it's it's so strange because i feel in a lot of ways like what you said too there's a really interesting story in here even if it riffs off alien um and at an hour and 45 minutes, I would have thought I could have said, you know, if they just had another 20 minutes, they could have figured it out. But at an hour and 45, it right. should be pretty close to being there. And it's just not. All the ambition here is in trying to not sell a toy because I'm not going to buy the Octo Jelly Pod. <laughs> right. But, and there aren't going to be any figures here. You know, it's just to go for this almost like, like what you said, somebody dared someone and said, pick two really successful sci-fi genre films and mash them up, right? And let's let's do it, right? And I know that the studio entered. I I, um, feel, I feel like this movie happened a hundred percent because somebody said I I want to do this thing where it ends like this. I was just gonna say, and then, somebody and then said, we have you to know what? Backwards I love Alien, and we can do that. But let's end it with this film, right? And they're like, oh, right, dude, yeah. And can you do it for fifty million? He and goes, it's yep. so. Bonkers! It's like did all, you hate the end? I completely hated the end. Did you? Wow. I hated the end because of the way that the end happened. Because the way okay. that the end happened was because it knew it was sharp, right? And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I respected. What could it possibly know? It's like at the yeah. at the end of the movie, the alien could have just could have just started talking, right? And yeah, when right. I'm sorry, uh, Dave, I've been studying your planet for like who would know? Yeah. Like at the end of the movie, this could have all been a plan. Right. right? There's others of these things yeah. on Mars right now waiting. And they're to, like, we found this probe. We yeah. stuck this in. Yeah. Phil, you're going grows, in. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's your right. tooth. You've got the straw. Right. It, it's got, all, it's like, got oh, all of its memories. I did this last week. You know? It's got all of its memories and yeah. intelligence when yeah. it was just one cell. When it was the single cell. Yes. Uh, it, it, it's so. They could have fixed that it's by. It's so donkey that, yeah. that that, like the alien did it. Right. It did, like it didn't, like it I didn't said, happen. Like it I said, did it. there's no way for the yeah. alien to know what it's doing. Right. I mean, there's, right. There's, even if it's even if it's animalistic and kind of the first, you know, and kind of like alien, even if it's really just there to eat you and lay an egg in you, like right. this thing is like, I want to watch Three's Company. I got to go to the planet. Exactly. With it. So I'm right. going to learn to right. fly and make right. you do like, yeah. This thing is. Uh, it got its one little compartment of the space station already where it, it, you walk in and it looks like, you know, Leonardo da Vinci's workshop. Right. He's got like <laughs> right. one plans is doing all this. over the... You know, it could have been easily facilitated too if they wanted to show that the alien had that capability. All they had to have was the original doctor or someone else, you know, at some point in a, in a quick montage showing it being smart, like putting it through a maze or putting obstacles down and it learned, like you could have established that it learns. Right. Not just that it knows. Right. And I agree with you, man. It, it just give knew it, everything. Give it some chance to learn some things. It's still, there's nothing you're going to do that makes me believe it learns the end. Right. 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 But you could do something and and sure. get me to believe that it can figure out sharp. It can do choices. But not and then by options. magic. Right. <laughs> 
osmosis. Not you know? by, yeah. I just know everything. Right? I, I still think that the best part of the film is maybe the first 20, 30 minutes when yeah, things I've, are, and not just because things haven't soured yet, but because it still feels like it has promise. Like it yeah. feels like if it makes the right decisions, it's not going to be it'll the best, somewhere, but right, it's going to be right. worth the time. And it just doesn't do that. You know, ultimately the best part I can say about it is Jake Gyllenhaal's good. Well, the cast is good. Right. I don't feel like the cast did a bad thing. He shines a little bit more than others because I liked his character and his motivations were more believable. I guess somebody could say that the floating stuff has really come a long way from gravity. Yeah, you know, there's sure. a lot of weird floating yeah, moving things that they do. There's interesting looking but stuff they, that it seemed like sure. they were real in love with this yeah. and they really milked it hard. And I And at one point I thought, man, I hope they don't keep doing that. Because that's going to make me sick. Right. Not because, because I'm just, motion sick, it's but it's forever. just annoying. Right. You know? And, and you know, that's another thing, too, with the movie is uh, so much of it is just whatever we need to happen at the time. Right? We can always and, make it. Yep. And the alien uh, is <laughs> magic and can just do whatever we need him to do at the time. Mm-hmm. This, you know, it'd be scary if he did this. Right. Fine. <laughs> and now he can okay. do that. Yeah, there right. you go. And and they've got the same <laughs> they've got the same thing with. <laughs> trying to get rid of the alien because this is right. there's a certain extent to which this is almost you know like uh, Amityville horror you know it's like why don't we just leave right. well I'm gonna make a magic rule that we can't leave and it's so goofy and it again it doesn't need to be yeah that goofy because they make such a point out of saying it could probably fall through the atmosphere and survive and just land on earth. Right. Because we burned it with a blowtorch and, and it didn't die. Yeah. And and they make a point of saying that out loud. Right. Like, what if it survives? Right. You know, re-entry into earth. And I'm going, what if it just swallows the earth? <laughs> like, that's not a what if. It's yeah. made out of organic <laughs> material. It's not, right. it's not like a rock monster right. or made a diamond or something like that. Yeah. And then... The whole point of that was that we know we're going to overly show you how modular the space yeah. station is. Right. Because, because clearly it, we could have just detached a part of it right. and it would be away from us. Right. And there's no way in hell yeah. that every single one of those astronauts didn't immediately do that. This is Because it's yeah. like... You wouldn't even think about it first, uh, exactly. right? You wouldn't right. go, I wonder if it could survive re-entry. You'd just be like, boom. I wonder if it can survive <laughs> eternity movie's over. that way. <laughs> right. I, don't, I don't expect every film to do the things that I would do, especially if they're supposed to be, you know, astronauts are probably a lot smarter than your average podcaster. Right. But... But you should consider everything I would consider. Right. And if I'm up there... And they should have had some astronauts is the thing. (laughs) Right. They should have had some astronauts behind the scenes going... um, Right. Guys, this is the first protocol. (laughs) Because the the other thing that I actually enjoyed about the film, since, you know, it's good to inter, you know, interlay some positive with all the negative, I, I like... The protocol that they admit to, that I she reminds the later. And she, yeah, I love that. At I'm the like, end, I thought, that and was I thought, great. you bastards, if you'd done this kind of writing all along, right. you could have had me and, all along because it's see, so good here, and so. Here's effective. what I here's what I thought about that, and it was funny because it was such a double edged sword for me that watching that part because that point, I'm like, I'm like, this is such a good thing, yep, right. But now they have to make it not work, right? 
And there's no way there's they no can way make, it, make not it not work. work. Right. Exactly. So we have to have yes. more magic. Yeah, we have to do more things. <laughs> and by that point, I'm thinking of the same things. I'm like, you guys didn't do X, Y, and Z. And I'm tired of seeing scientists and, and brainiacs in space do the most fundamentally stupid things. Like, right. there's an alien in there and it's hurting my buddy. I'll open the door and go right in. No, right. you won't. The hell I won't. This is, you know, the, I mean, there, like, there's part of this movie, on. there's part of this movie that the writing behind this movie. Uh, is really focused on, I feel like mostly dumb people go to movies, right? right? And I want to make them feel like maybe they could be astronauts too. <laughs> the astronaut <laughs> so, recruitment program. Right. right. And, this is Starship and they'll, Troopers. They'll feel better about themselves. <laughs> Dude, if he had, if he had at the point, if the guy had, when he was uh, making it do the weird, like moving back and forth trick, if he'd been like, oh, look, and looked at all the other astronauts and was like, Nothing wrong here. Took his hands out, opened it, and pulled it out like a slinky and was like, look, it's so cute. <laughs> right. That would have been like in line with Prometheus where the guy's like, let me take my helmet off. I need a better look at this thing. That would have been, you know, uh, equally. It's, it's it, just. It wouldn't have been any more dumb. It would have just been right. a different just dumb, dumb. Right. Right. But like I said, this is, part of it is, it's the only way you can have a movie. Like we set ourselves up in certain ways where it's like Amityville Horror, you know? If they just leave. Then, right. Then, then there's we, no movie. Then we have That's no a fast movie. film. Yeah. In, in this movie, <laughs> it's like I'm I'm watching that movie and the thing grabs his hand. Right. And they're all outside and it's in the thing and the thing grabs his hand and I'm like I'd be hitting the button right now. Oh yeah. That's I'd be like sorry dude you're dead. Yeah, done. But yeah. you're <laughs> right. <laughs> that thing would be like Maybe it's just saying hi. It'd be it'd Maybe be like uh, I can't even remember the movie right now but you know with the uh, light and the the Zippo and I'll cut your finger off or whatever. Oh, yeah. Do you remember, if, like if it doesn't um, light or whatever. God, I can't remember what that is. But <laughs> but that happens. That, that yeah. happens in that movie like so fast. Yeah. And you totally don't expect that. Right. I'm like, that's I'd be I'd have my hand over the button. <laughs> right. That thing would grab him. I'd be, Bang. Well, you'd be a good character. They'd be the witty guy, the family guy and the real paranoid shit's going to go down guy. <laughs> that's and right. You'd be like, you'd I'll, have the glass I'll up and you'd be like, you man, you blink or sneeze. I just want you to know you're in the vacuum. And he's like, well, someone pull Mark from the button, you know, because you'd be that guy. I actually want to go in space with you because I think we got a good shot at coming home. I won't ruin the end. I will say this. I wasn't wild about the end. I know you hated it. The only thing that made me hate the end was the Asian fishermen when they look in the glass and they realize, oh, that must be what Americans look like. Like, because right. he's got all kinds of shit all over him. When they still pull the glass off and open everything up and then kill everybody. Right. Like, I mean, I'm speaking foolishly now, but. That was so wildly unbelievable. There was a way to still stick that ending that I wouldn't have wholly agreed upon, but still understood why they did it. Right. But now we deserve what we're getting. Right. Because that's, I mean, he doesn't yeah, look normal. It, yeah. It's really, it's really, uh, I think, fantastically goofy. And I don't end, care. But anyway. So I, I'm not going to tell anyone to go see this. No. I, no. I just, I'm going to tell them to maybe see Alien instead. And I still want to know what movie you think. I mean, I know not sometimes somebody has like an original idea, but I don't, I can't think I've been sitting here all this time trying to think of movies where an alien in space, not like lands on earth and goes after people in a remote outpost. I, I can think of several of those, but like alien seemed kind of original in where it was set, not the premise of the film. Well, I mean, but I, I'm still whatever. trying to think of it, but anyway, this is just a hack. Uh, I, I don't know that that makes it different enough, but anyway, yeah. we've got another movie to do and we've already oh my been God. going too long. Yeah. So, um, well, this should be quick. 
Yeah, we'll have to do at, uh, Ghost in the Shell pretty quickly. You're at 10. Uh, Ghost in the Shell. So at the end of the day, this was I, I feel like, uh, and, and I don't think I've ever said this before, Yeah. Uh, but I feel like to really be fair, I, I've got to see this movie again hmm. to really like lock in on my rating. Like I feel like... Are you taking a mulligan on this one? No, no, no. I mean, I got to give it a rating, but what I'm, yeah. what, but what I'm saying no, is, know. by the next time I watch it, I feel like I will feel more confident in what my rating is, and it will probably change. For right now, I give it a nine. Wow, wow. I, I really, I, knew, I, I know, really liked it. Yeah, um, it, but I was off on that. By I a bit. actually still have uh, some problems with it, but I. You know, I didn't care a lot about the problems. I was like, I was that, actually very, you know, invested, I thought, the whole way. And there were parts in the movie where I was going, you know, this is kind of slowing down uh, a little and for no great reason. Mm-hmm. And it just wants <laughs> me to see her pet the dog. Uh, and I don't need that, really. Right. right. Um, but but then I didn't. I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't, ha- it didn't last too long. It didn't really get boring. Um, and you know, I didn't like the, uh, I don't know that we'll spoil a lot of this. I didn't really love the other guy. Um, Yeah. I didn't love that whole way that that came together and it was a little showy and kind of, I don't know, over the top. And there were parts of it where I feel like it was trying to, uh, it was more familiar with Blade Runner than it was with Ghost in the Shell, maybe, or whatever. It yeah. just wanted to kind of uh, mix things. But still, I had fun with it, and it just made me see think about it and yeah. like it. And I don't know. I I was impressed. It, it's a strange movie in, in some ways. I, I wound up giving it six. Wow. And, and I was as... That's so low. I was well. I think in the end, with the problems that I had with it, and the fun that I had with it, I I feel like strangely I feel like I'd like to see it again to know. But I also feel like that's probably the safest place to be, because because part of it I feel like it's so far away from being a bad movie, equally as far away from it it is as being a great movie. Right. I feel like it is so weirdly tethered in between both extremes. Though during the film, I won't necessarily suggest that, if I'm being honest, that it ever came close to being a bad movie. Right. But there were times where I thought it would be really great. And it just seemed to not really know exactly how to hold all the really awesome mercury in its hand. Yeah. When it had those moments, so it shifted. I think the pacing is really off in the film. I think the strength of the movie isn't in any performance whatsoever. It's all in the visual. And if I'm going to play fair by that, at least the story was fundamentally there to keep me engaged. I was never bored, but I feel like I was only never bored because the visuals were so dominant. Yeah. And if the visuals, if they didn't have the money that they had or the technology that they had, there was a part of the film, Mark, where I was watching it and I thought this should be more matrixy than, than like Jupiter ascending. And, I, right. and in a strange way, like what I'm saying by that is I wasn't wholly impressed with what they did with the story that they had. Like there was a lot of stuff they could have fleshed out and gone deeper into, but it seemed like they skimmed over it and they just focused on another fight, 
when there was more heady stuff there than or showing action some stuff. more of the city or taking another yeah, trip through I mean, the, the city itself you know in a stuff. weird way when i walked out of that and we talked about it briefly i still feel this which is while i was watching the movie it made me really excited that maybe they'll do an akira movie at some point and i said that to you it's got me really jazzed to see blade runner which right, new, anything yeah. could anything could get me excited for that but it got me really excited to see that partially because the city of the future in this film is so amazingly intricate yeah. and reliable in a strange it, way. It's weirdly but, like a, like a really, really great animated movie Yeah, where you just take like three years to make sure to that do it that and, little sign, <laughs> right. that little spot of that sign that no one's right. ever going to care about right. or look at right. is exactly perfect. Right. And it, you, there's meticulous. so much of it. That's but the one thing that like I noticed that. that I was realizing when I was like, man, Akira can be done and I can't wait for Blade Runner and all these things is I wasn't focusing on Ghost in the Shell. I was thinking of all these other things except the movie that was in front of me. Visually, it's, it's almost unparalleled. Like, it's so amazing. But I didn't think that it did a lot of the other things that it needed to do to push it beyond what I was feeling it was getting. Once I detached from how visually amazed I was, and as a quick aside, because I know we're going to maybe breeze through this in a little bit, we saw it in 3D, and it's one of the first times I can really be like, I'm so happy yeah. that I saw it in 3D, because I feel like it makes so many major advances just visually because I could see it that way. Right. Um, but it, I don't think that the cast did a bad job necessarily even though scarlett johansson is i think she took playing like a robotic person too seriously but i don't have any slights against her i thought she was great yeah. you know i had i had a lot of fun and i liked so much of the other cast members so much so i really kind of wished they were more fleshed out like the japanese godfather guy right i wanted to know more he doesn't have to be charlie's angels charlie like he doesn't have to be so super mysterious because right. he's kind of a badass and i want I guess quickly through other things like the difference between section nine and, and Hanka, like that blur, that whole line difference between who they were was never fleshed out fully for me to remember. Cause I don't remember the animated. We talked about this. Right. I don't remember the animated movie enough. I thought I did. I, I think, but um, I, like I actually really liked the story um, and they, maybe they could have done it better. And like you said, I remember really loving the animated movie. I have that feeling. But I don't remember I, it we don't that remember, well. <laughs> we don't it's remember been it. forever. I'm going to watch it again. Um, yeah, I am too. But I almost feel like there was a lot of the plot stuff that in a different movie, right? Like yeah. if this if this had just been Bob's sci-fi movie. Right. And it was some totally new thing right. that was not connected to anything else. Right feel like I might be a little harder on the plot than I am than I feel like I can be now. Yeah. Because I don't know, right? right. Like if it's if right. it's the plot that. that's in the thing. Yeah. I can't fault the movie for having the plot of, you know, it's like when they adapt a book. I right. can't I can't fault the movie and go that's a stupid story. If it's right. the story Based of the book, this. it's not the movie's right. problem, right? Right. So I feel like there was a lot of stuff that I was watching as the plot was happening where I was really kind of just giving it a lot of leeway yeah. and just going that maybe that's just how it has to be. Uh, that only gets you so far because the one problem that I did have with it and it just didn't kill me. It, I didn't like it, but it didn't take things down too much was when she goes and finds uh the woman. I mean, yeah. we won't spoil the movie, right. but when she goes to the woman's apartment yep. 
and all of a sudden it's you know like come in and right be part of my life now <clears throat> right and let was, me tell I you everything like, i would never tell a stranger this right yeah uh, that was like yep. really jarringly yeah odd. that was way out of place and maybe that's exactly what happens i hope not because if um you know and if it is i feel like you know at some point, maybe you do have to do something else. You can I mean, rewrite take things. A, take yeah. a few minutes yeah. and make this <clears throat> make more sense. Right. Um, I feel like there are things. I remember this a lot from um, this may have nothing to do with the movie and no one cares anyway. But I remember a lot when I was back in the day when this you know came out. Yeah. When I was, uh, you know, reading a lot of like Japanese comics and right. watching a lot of these things. I remember you know, very specifically that there were a lot of things that happened that I would go, what the hell? Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. And within a couple of months or a couple of weeks of talking to somebody, uh, talking to people about it, they would go in Japanese culture. That's not weird. Right. So, right. This is just lost in translation. Yeah. It's hard for you to hold that against the book or the story that they're telling when that's just, Maybe this is a thing, maybe. and it's maybe it's yeah. not that odd or whatever. But right. it seemed really weird yeah. uh, in the movie. But anyway, as far as the plot goes, I was willing to cut him a lot of slack, and I liked so much of even the like littlest things that happened that I was like, "This could be really stupid," mm-hmm. and I could kind of <laughs> see maybe if some people don't react to it the same way. But it, like the part when she goes swimming in the ocean yeah. and the guy pulls up with the boat. Right. I'm like, this could be a really cheesy, goofy, Scooby-Doo kind of moment. Yep. But I like it. I like it. <laughs> and I found <laughs> I like kind of digging it. I so. found I liked a lot of the small moments more than I liked the big moments. Yeah. You know, and that was, that doesn't make the movie bad. That didn't actually necessarily detract from a whole lot either. It was just odd. You know, it felt like they were pushing something like actions like it, it times it felt rushed to get to another really awesome action scene because we've got all this technology and we're going right, to make it look right. good when in fact you know again you know a blade runner-ish kind of film where there is a lot of action but there's more narrative and character and, and right, story right. at the heart of it because you want to know all these things than just exploding million glass pieces and th- you know it, and there's that stuff's beautiful, there's, a, there's a lot of this movie if you kind of compare it in a way to like blade runner yeah where, you know, there's this investigation happening, right? Right, and in this movie, we're almost a little scared of the investigation. Right, like, we don't want to try to figure things out too much. We will just kind of get to them, yeah. Or it'll be a little well, easier to get to them. Or we find the we find the guy because, uh, well, because I found him. Now. Right, and <laughs> yeah. and though Michael Pitt isn't bad in that role. I think that he was still the worst of all the things that could have yeah. been good. Yeah. Like I I'm not necessarily going to take a shit it's on not him. Necessarily but he's him not he's either, right. It, and I feel like it's a lot of direction and a lot of story. But even as like a even as like the antagonist we believe at that point you know, he wasn't very effective. There's a scene that I liked of him before we even get to the big conversation right, that right. they have, but I actually liked a moment that they had earlier. But later, when the real antagonist is revealed, it's not shocking. It's not like, oh, wow, I didn't, you know, everything is so, like, weirdly available if you're just looking at it. Right. Like, it's not, and I don't need it to be, like, a hidden um, MacGuffin or anything, but it just seems so obvious. And because it was so obvious, I thought it had 
a responsibility to be better. I don't care if you're going to tell me a boy meets girl, boy loses girl story. That's one of the foundations of storytelling, but make it good. Right. Like in depth and involved and engaging. Don't just be like, there's the girl. There she goes. Right. I got to get her back. Like, yeah. Like, like I said, I was, it was just a I lot just, of weird. I watched things. it and I was, I was able to be very forgiving about it. Now yeah. it'll be interesting to watch, you know, Again. the original and yeah. go, well, wait a minute. Right. You screwed it all up and made if it I horrible. That right, would be, that I, would be. I really want to see the right? originally animated film because I, I got this nagging thing that there's more head in that story. They're pro, they're probably, you know, is. and not because they can afford stuff, but. Even the nitpicky stuff that I started thinking about, I'm like, well, all these, you know, and maybe the future we're heading towards, we're all the cybernetic stuff and we're all blending ourselves with technology. How in the hell are all these cops and super agents missing with one shot when they should have augmented, like, <laughs> like you shouldn't be yeah. wasting any bullets. I give you 10, I should see 12 dead bodies. Right. Like, you should be ricocheting shots. <laughs> like, how are people missing? These are stormtroopers now. How are you missing anything? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But- Visually, I'll watch it again, even if the sound is off. Right. I mean, holy uh, there, shit. That's there amazing. Are, uh, there are a lot of things, and I said this uh, just as we walked out of it. There are a lot of things that, first of all, when I watched it, I was never really bored. There were times yeah. that it was slow. There were times that uh, I thought maybe we, we were going down a side street for no reason when yeah. we didn't really need to. Maybe it's because... That happens. That's really what it does. Yeah, so I don't know. We yeah. want to do that. Yeah. You know, who knows? Um, but I, I never was bored, and I, I loved so much of it. Yeah. I had so much fun with so much of it. And as we walked out, I was like, I have to give some bonus points to that movie just because I want to watch it again right now. Yeah. And that doesn't happen. I don't watch movies again. Right. right. That's but rare not for only you. that. When we walked out. I felt like I had to give this like a couple of stars because I couldn't decide right. if I loved it or if it was just pretty good or yeah. if it was just okay. I, I respect that. Like I was like swimming through this movie in my yeah. mind going right. like, what happened? And I'm, and I, I'm like, I will give you, you know, right. kudos Bonus points. just for doing, just for doing yeah. something. Sure. Right. If, I if, mean, if we go to a horror film and it's not very good, but there are times where it's genuinely frightening, like you get stars from me because that's not easy to do. I'm, I'm there. I'm in the audience. I'm willing. I'm going to give you over to it. Anybody that's listened to us for a long time knows that to get you to rewatch something is absolutely kind of a Herculean effort. Right. Like you just, you got other stuff to do. You got more important things to do and you don't usually have to do it. But when we both walked out and you said that, I went, that's actually, I mean, I'm starting him at seven no matter what, right. because <laughs> right. this is at least as easy as it's going to get. Um, yeah, I, I, it's such a strange movie because again, I don't, I don't, I'm a, I'm a big visual fan of films looking good, even if they're hollow as hell, if they just have all this amazing magic stuff. Like sometimes if I'm in the right mood, that's easy enough to get a seven out of me. Right. But if I'm going to play fair and I'm going to rip on something like Jupiter Ascending, which also has the detriment of being a real shitty story and bad writing and bad acting, like everything goes wrong there. Right. Everything's but it looks wrong beautiful, with that movie. But it looks amazing. Then if I give looks certain amount of things, see, I feel I feel like that movie didn't even look that amazing. So uh, I thought it looked pretty there. good. I um, thought it looked pretty good. It, but. it had some interesting visuals, but anyway, but it still it, wasn't substitute Jupiter Ascending for anything yeah. recent that looks right. bedazzled. Nothing looks like this movie though that right. I've seen in a long time, 
And what I found that I was really hoping for when I thought about it later, which was, you know, I remember The Matrix, which is weird because this is an 18-year-old movie now, but I remember The Matrix looking pretty revolutionary, but it had like a heady story there. Like it was engaging intellectually to right. be alongside the really amazing visuals that up until that point in contemporary American cinema, like we weren't we weren't seeing movies that looked like that. Right. I kind of felt like I watched a foreign film that looked amazing that I didn't wholly know the story, therefore I didn't wholly know the archetypes it was built upon. Right. And I also agree, maybe a six isn't fair because I'm judging it too hard on something that doesn't work. It just, I don't feel like I can really give it much more without seeing it again. Right, right. You know, strangely. I also felt like as as we were leaving, uh, you know, obviously it, it, it's hard to not think of Blade Runner. It really uh, is. When you're watching this yeah. movie just because Which of, is bad, but. just because of the overall aesthetic and the fact that there's like, you know, Android people, whatever. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just, it's got stuff going on. It's pretty similar. But I remember, uh, it, this made me think of Blade Runner. Like when Blade Runner came out, uh, you know, the next day it was not, the world's most awesome sci-fi movie, right? right? It, right. it Blade Runner didn't come out and everyone went, yep. <laughs> yeah. That's right. it, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Blade Runner had a lot of people who hated it uh, yeah. and thought it was stupid and uh, didn't like it. You know, it took a few years before all of a sudden people watched it several times right. and went, what the shit? This yeah. is awesome, right? right? And I was thinking... You know, this doesn't exactly live up to Blade Runner uh, for me completely, but this movie felt like, um, A, it was like, take Blade Runner and, like, maybe take a couple things out of it right? that really make that movie awesome. Yeah. And you'd get this. And I'm like, that's still pretty good. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And then I also kind of thought I would not be surprised if, you know, after this comes out, on video yeah. and more and more people watch it and more and more people get more and more people to watch it and people watch it again. Yep. If all of a sudden it did get like kind of this elevated serious cult yeah. following to it because it just, it's, it was fun. It really, I, yeah, I, I, I was really having fun watching it too. And yeah. even though there are a couple <clears throat> parts that, you know, I didn't love or that were not fantastic. Still, overall, I was really having fun watching it. I, I started to lose a bit of interest when she goes to the apartment of the woman. Yeah, yeah. And that, I thought... That is, I, that is because, clearly a breaking moment. Because the pacing had been so inconsistent at that point. And then when it hit that, I thought, uh-oh, you know, this is really... Yeah. This is really a bit of a problem because if you don't pick up the pace and if you continue down this avenue at this pace, now I've kind of just stuck on the visuals. And and here's and, it, and to its credit, it does it does it kind of zigzags. It goes yeah. back towards her apartment kind of stuff, and then it goes away towards more interesting things, and then it jumps all over the place too. And it's exciting and fun. I would tell everybody to go see it, oh, partially yeah. just because of the experience of seeing it, but. Yeah, I was really worried then, actually. And and not only that, but uh, like you said, I thought Scarlett Johansson was really good. I didn't, yeah. I didn't feel like I got a performance where I had to go, damn, that was right. you know awesome. But I thought she was really good. But in that scene, I thought it was another level of weirdness in that scene because the old woman, I thought, was weirdly good. Yeah. And I thought that scene, Scarlett Johansson was kind of like, I don't want to do this. I don't yeah. like. The, I don't like this scene. 
I'm and just, I, I'm just going to kind of go with right, it, I guess. Right. Because in, like in the rest of it, I thought she, she's was, she was good. She's that character. Right. And in that scene, it was almost like, you know, maybe that's what she's trying to play. Yeah, I don't know. Is that was that weird. her character is yeah. supposed to be kind of, you know, distanced and Aloof, lost and confused you know, real, or whatever. Yep. But it just it seemed to play weird for me. And right up against this old lady coming out of nowhere, being really good. Being good. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like her, that conversation should have flowered more instead of just forcefully got put. Like, she's like, come in, sit down. You remind me of so-and-so, you know. Right. That's very, that's You're, really yeah. forceful. You remind me of her. How what? do I remind you of her? Right, yeah. The, uh, you just it, do, man. In other, <laughs> it's like. in, in other scenes, when you see Scarlett Johansson wrestling with who she is and what this whole ghost in the shell really means to her, even when she sees her reflection at times, she portrays not recognizing herself, which right. I think is important. Right. In that scene with that woman, it just felt like she was reading lines. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, she and and for people that don't know, I mean, sometimes you see those shots where someone's in a in a scene and they're over the shoulder of one person looking at the face of another, which we get in this, and the actor is off, you know, off screen just reading the lines, feeding them the lines so they know where they're supposed to be for the timing. Like she just did that, but right. they filmed her doing it. Right. You know, she didn't seem to be into that scene. There was another scene later that kind of felt like that. Strangely, I felt it with was with Usay, the guy, Michael Pitt's character. Like I didn't believe they would have this interaction the way they're having it. It filmed like right. it felt like they filmed the run through. Right. But but most if that's the way she played it, then I get it. Because she's supposed to be kind of desensitized and neutral and robotic and right. not sure of who she is. And you know. That works most of the time. So I'm going to give her a pass on the couple times it didn't. Right. Because I, I felt like she actually has a difficult job. People people sometimes like to take a crap on her performances for all being a little bit wooden. Here, where she's supposed to be wooden, I thought there were a lot of good inflections where she showed that it wasn't going to be that way all the time. Right. You know, and that's not easy to do either. Right. It's kind of hard. So. Yeah. All right. So go see that one. Uh, we've clearly gone on yeah. way too long here. Um uh, you oh, know, yeah. I not that bad, but I feel like at least I I got a good time at the movies. Which yeah. uh, there, are, uh, I feel like there are a lot of movies that I really bag on. Right? Yeah, yeah. That people go, oh come on, just you're being too eat, hard. Eat your yeah. popcorn and have right. fun at the <laughs> Shut movies. Shut your mouth. Yeah. And I'm like, but but no, this right. is yeah. doing that. Not right. the really stupid movie right. that like, there's nothing about this movie still, uh, even if there are parts I don't like or, you know, whatever, there's nothing about this movie where it, it just suddenly becomes really stupid no. or the, the story right. is awful right. or, you know, anything never like that. goes that so, far. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, and go I, see it in 3d if you I, can. I, yeah, like, definitely. Really. I think anyone though, who sees the trailer and is interested, you're yeah. going to like it. Yeah. So, I wonder, you know, what's really, I mean, this is, I just, I wish we were more familiar with the anime because I wonder if the people who know it, like back and forth right. and are really into it, I wonder if that's a good film. Right. Well, we will. We'll uh, know soon. We'll I mean, let you know like next week, yeah. hopefully, because yeah. I'm going to uh, make sure to watch it and check it out and revisit that because it's such a weird thing. It's just, it's so long ago, but I know that I really liked it's it. It's really so. rare for me to not remember a movie that I liked and I really liked Ghost in the Shell. But I, but but I was I, watching this and I was going... Is that part yeah, of the thing? That's weird. Is that not? That's Did they change it? Did yeah. What? yeah and I'm like, I don't know. I don't yeah, remember right. it. Like, I <laughs> Stop remember asking me these things. I remember it yeah. like to the extent that you know, I know that the outline is the same. Right. right. <laughs> that's about. That's about. <laughs> Major as much is as in it. it. That's true. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, next week, 
I imagine will be colossal because uh, I don't want to see don't the Smurfs. See the Smurfs. Come on, don't make, don't make me see Smurfs. Take the kids <laughs> to that. Next week we will see colossal, and uh, if nothing <laughs> else, that should be a lot of fun. Hopefully, yeah. it doesn't go totally stupid. But even if it's not great, uh, like my prediction right now is that it's it's probably six <laughs> or seven, right? right? Because That's where it's I feel. just because it's just all, looks like all kinds of fun, yeah, and and yep. a good time. So. Yep. Uh, come back for that one. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. And uh, as always, please, please, please share, subscribe, rate us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night. <laughs>